Hey guys, I'm Kelsey. And I'm Ari, and welcome back to Letters from a 2020 Senior. Today we're going to be talking about our story. This episode is going to be focused on our personal college experiences and our stories um, when it, you know, in terms of like applications and decisions and where we are now. Um, so yeah. And we just want to preface this before we get into anything, saying that this is our mm-hmm. personal story. We're not trying to say that, you know, our story was so awful and bad or that it was, oh, amazing and perfect. And this is like how everyone's process should be or shouldn't Definitely. be. Um, it's just kind of our personal stories and what happened to us through our process. And we wanted to share this to just kind of set up this episode, give you some context as to what we went through. Yeah, I think it's really important for future episodes to like understand where we're coming from and like why we have like certain advice or like I've learned certain things through this process mm-hmm. um, in terms of like our individual experiences. Yeah, and hopefully you guys will be able to maybe relate to certain aspects of our story, maybe the whole thing, um, yeah. or maybe you won't relate to it at all and it'll kind of give you a different perspective. But yeah, mm-hmm. we're not trying to say that our story is perfect or imperfect in any way it's kind of just just, it is what it is exactly (laughs) exactly also before we get into anything we just want to say that when we're talking about other schools that we were kind of deciding between we're just going to leave out the names because we don't want to influence anyone's decision it's not that we're trying to be secretive or anything we just don't want to make one school seem worse or better than another just because maybe it wasn't the right fit for us or maybe it didn't work out the way that we kind of wanted it to. So we can speak about UCLA and Georgetown because those are the schools that we kind of know about and those are the schools that we ended up at. But in terms of the other schools, we just don't want to influence anyone's decision or make any school seem better or worse than another. So we're just going to leave out the names of the other schools that we had gotten into and we're deciding between. Okay, so do you want to go first? Sure. So my college experience was... Quite like a long, complicated journey, so I'll just get right into it. Um, I guess like applying to college, I was always a very overachieving student. I was kind of like that kid who was like part of like a lot of different clubs, um, was very like dedicated to my grades and stuff. And I like my whole life, I'd always had this like perfect, I don't know, like I always thought I was gonna be like the perfect college and I thought I was gonna be successful, like whatever those two things meant to me at the time. Um, and so I guess. I'll say, like, a few important parts of my application, not that this was all of it or this is, like, not stuff I might have, like, wrote about in my essays, but this is just a few things about me and my application. So I was, in high school, I was a National Honor Society officer. I was an executive ambassador for my school. I was a club leader for multiple years. I was part of a, it's called the Pathmaker Program, where I volunteered at a hospital once a week. And um, this is, like, the same for Ari, but we've been doing musical theater inside and outside of school for most of our lives and like different, I don't know, like part, like organizations within that, Mm -hmm. um, and like service opportunities. So yeah, that's, that's kind of what my application was. That's, you know, just like generalized, like who I was as an applicant. I applied to 27, 28 schools, which was a lot more than any of my friends had. And it was really intimidating and a lot of work, but I got through it. And I knew that applying to that many schools would lead to, like, more rejections than most people just because, like, the numbers were bigger and, like, percent-wise, like, of course, I was going to be rejected to more schools. And, like, I was okay with that because I just wanted to make sure I didn't, um, like, leave anything out. I just wanted to cover all my bases. So I thought applying to more schools for me, like, was helped me feel better about 
applying in general. So when application, when acceptances were coming back, I was accepted to a lot of good schools I was really excited about. I was also waitlisted to a lot of my dream schools. And then of course, like rejected by some. Um, and yeah, so that's where I was. I was left with a group of schools that there were some really good schools in there, but none of them were like, oh, of course, like there was no easy, like perfect decision for me. I made like pros and cons lists with my sister. Like I cried about it. It was a whole ordeal. It was really stressful because I just, I thought it was going to be easier than it was. And I thought it was gonna be like one obvious choice, but I actually had to make like a big decision. So I, after a lot of like discussions with my family and everything, I decided on one school that I was really happy about. It wasn't like exactly what I had thought, like the place I thought I was going to go. It wasn't the ideal, um, I don't know, like overall image I had imagined when I was applying, but I was really excited. I actually started like researching a lot and I realized that it was like an amazing program for my major. And I, I basically like tried to see myself as a student there and I really fell in love with it. And I was very excited, very happy, but deep down, like it still wasn't everything I had dreamed of. And I felt like something was off. So a week before my first decision day, I got off the wait list to one of my like top five dream schools. I was so excited. Um, it was, it was like, everything was making sense except like, you know, deep down, it felt like I was going through a heartbreak because I had fell in love with this other school and I'd convinced myself that like, this was my future and like, this was me. Um, so that was kind of hard. Like, even though like I chose the other school and like, that was an obvious choice for me. Cause I think it fit me better and what I wanted to do and my, like what future I wanted to have. I think um, it was like also hard to like say goodbye to the first school. So I was committed to the second school. I was really excited. And then um, about a week after decision day, I got an email from Georgetown, which was my dream school, my number one school from the beginning. I actually don't know why it was my dream school. I mean, I know why it's my dream school, but like, I don't, we were talking about it with my mom and it just kind of like randomly became my dream school. Like, I don't remember like the more I read about it, I was so in love, but I have never been there. So like, that was kind of weird, but I got in, I was so excited. Um, but again, like I had to break up with the last school, which was okay. Um, and so I finally was there and I felt like, not that it was a better school or like had a better reputation, but I truly thought that it was better for what I wanted to do and fit me better. And was just the best choice for me. Um, and I think I learned a lot through this process and we're going to have an episode later where we talk about like what we've learned and lessons we've learned. But I think, you know, going through such like a roller coaster of a journey uh, kept like so many different turns. I think I learned a lot about who I was and I guess like what I defined my college experience to be and like what hopes I had for myself. And actually like one of our friends um, from theater, she like, I forget, she said it was like, she my like process gave her whiplash, which I think is like really funny. And I think that represents like my my long journey but in the end like I'm very grateful for all the acceptances I had and all the wait lists and I truly think that like everything happened for a reason even though it was like you know annoying and like stressful and long it felt like at some times and it felt like I wasn't gonna all work out but it, I think it really did and I'm really happy now and I've been at Georgetown for a semester and even though I haven't been there I still feel like it's the place for me and I was meant to be there and I'm very excited for the next semester so that's my journey in a nutshell very general um we can like maybe get into it more in detail like in the other episodes but yeah Ari do you want to go sure okay so here is some just general information about my application process, kind of um, like what Kelsey said, except my story was a lot less crazy, a lot less of a roller coaster. <laughs> um, so where I applied to schools, I 
applied to a lot of California schools because a really, really big thing for me was that I did not want to leave California. I did not want to be far from my family. Like that was one of the most important things for me. I did not want to have to get on a plane to come home from college. And that was like just a big thing for me. And I know like it's obviously different with everyone. Everyone has their own like preferences. But for me personally, I did not want to have to fly home. Like that was just not a thing that yeah, you're I making me nervous. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so things that I did in high school um, in terms of like extracurriculars was like like Kelsey said, um, musical theater was a huge, huge part of my life. And within that umbrella of musical theater, I did a lot of different organizations different events Mm -hmm. had a lot of opportunities within that bubble that was super fun and something that I really enjoyed throughout high school I did a couple internships and my first job actually was I worked at Legoland as a performer and that was that's always my fun fact in every like college (laughs) class where they're like oh introduce yourself and say a little fun fact I'm like oh I worked at Legoland (laughs) because that was a fun fun little thing um that I got to do and I'm super excited that I got to do that and super grateful for that opportunity because that was super fun and speaking just generally about where I am now I'm at UCLA like we've said before I'm really really loving it the only thing is is I never got to tour UCLA before the shutdown so every time I've been to campus which I'm really glad I've been able to drive up because I don't live too too far away but every time I've gone to campus, every, all the buildings are closed. Everything is is shut down, so I can still walk around campus, but I've never been inside of a building, never seen the inside of the library or anything just on, you know, pictures from the internet, which I think a lot of people can relate to, you know, just like having to decide their colleges off of, you know, Google Images, not having the opportunity to go see them on campus because of everything now. So that was definitely... Um, a challenge I would say but I think I'm really really glad that I chose UCLA obviously I'm having a great time there in terms of how many schools I applied to I ended up applying to 17 schools which is not as much as Kelsey but still a lot of schools most of them were California schools and I ended up getting into the majority of those schools which was really really amazing and I'm super grateful that I was able to have those options and those opportunities, but honestly, looking back, I couldn't really see myself at a majority of the schools that I applied to. I think I just really wanted to have options, and to have a lot of options was really important to me, and that's why I applied to, I think, so many schools. But yeah, when I got my acceptances back, it definitely didn't go the way that I had envisioned in my head at the start. Which now looking back is definitely not a bad thing. Like I'm I'm so grateful for the way that things planned out. But when I was first getting those acceptances back, I was getting really stressed, not gonna lie. Because this one school that I had applied to, they had a really amazing film program and a really cool major that I thought was really perfect for me. So I became really drawn to this school and I thought that I was a pretty competitive applicant for this school, so I became very, very invested and kind of had my heart really set on this school, particularly for that program and for that major. But then when applications came out, I actually didn't get into their film program. I had gotten into the school, which was really cool, but I didn't get into the program and the specific major that... I really, really wanted and I really had my heart set on and that was kind of shocking to me. I was actually kind of freaking out after that because I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Like if I didn't get into this program at this school, like what was I going to do, you know? And I even had emailed the school and they said that because those majors in the film program were so 
impacted even if I wanted to switch majors or switch into the school that just wasn't an option which was really really disappointing for me I was really really upset about it for a while and then I was like it's okay I'm just gonna you know trust the process and I have to move on you know it was still an option for me because I had still gotten into the school itself but I really 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 wanted to get into that program and that's the reason why I was so drawn to that school in the first place so then after that happened I turned back to this one school that had been my dream school since day one this school was always at the top of my list. This was kind of where I had envisioned myself going in my mind when I first started the college application process. And I was really, really second guessing myself after I had, you know, received some of my other decisions. And I was kind of freaking out. I was really second guessing myself. And then I actually ended up getting rejected from that school that it came out a week after I found out that I got into UCLA. But looking back on it now, I'm so grateful that I didn't get in to my dream school, which is so crazy. If I had told my junior year self that was so set on this dream school, that was so set on this other program at this other school, I would have been devastated knowing that I didn't get into either, you know? But now looking back, I can say, oh my gosh, I think truly, truly, I think that UCLA is the best fit for me like the other two schools had I gotten into them that would have been great but I think if I had gotten into either my dream school or the program at the other school I think that I would have chosen those over UCLA and I don't think that would have been the right decision because even in online school I'm loving UCLA right now and I love it so much all the people that I've met I've really gotten along with my professors are amazing I just think it's a really great fit for me and knowing that now is so amazing like I never thought that I would think oh my gosh thank god I didn't get into those schools because I didn't think that UCLA would even be an option but I'm so glad that it worked out that way even though it wasn't the way that originally I had planned or that I had thought my admissions were going to work out I'm so glad that it worked out that way because I really think that I ended up where I'm supposed to yeah I think like our stories are very different and we both mm-hmm. ended up where we were supposed to be. Yeah. Um, as cliche as that sounds. And we'll talk about like specific advice we've learned from this later. Um, but I think that's so annoying to hear like when you're going through it, but mm-hmm. it actually is true. And I think everyone goes where they're supposed to be, even if they don't think so at the time. Yeah. And then something Ari said that I forgot to say that I think is super important was not being able to visit the schools with my mm-hmm. like smaller list. It wasn't small, but like my list in the beginning of schools that I was deciding between and like there wasn't one obvious choice I that was really hard and I think I would have really loved to been able to go visit schools um and I think all the schools even the school the the three schools I talked about that I committed to um or at least the first one I didn't commit but I thought I was going to um I hadn't been to any of those and I really had only been to like I want to say three three maybe that's maybe more but three schools out of my 27, 28, and I had to make all my decisions, like, off of those, and, like, most of those were the ones at home, Mm -hmm. and I didn't have a problem staying at home, but I kind of, part of me kind of wanted to go somewhere else and take that opportunity, because that's just something I thought would be important and some, like, I don't know, interesting to go somewhere else for Mm -hmm. four years while I could, um, so, yeah, that was, that was probably the hardest part and, like, the most 2020-related part of it all that like really affected us but yeah I think a lot of people had to choose their college 
literally off of Google Images. Yeah, those those online tours. Yeah, <laughs> I cannot watch tours. another one of those. Oh my gosh, those were horrible. I remember <laughs> sitting on my couch, and my mom comes into the living room and she's like, "What are you doing?" And I said, "I just completed my seventh college tour of today, <laughs> yeah. and I was doing them all online." Oh my gosh, that was like, a whole process. Yeah, I would airplay them on our TV downstairs, and we'd all sit there and watch <laughs> and be like, "Okay, so like we're at we're at school A. Like, what do we think?" And like, and I <laughs> feel like so yeah, funny. like I feel like getting the vibe of the school is so important. Like, mm-hmm. not even just like the reputation, because I feel like also the rep, what you think about schools as a high schooler versus a like being in college is so, so different. different so different like I thought I knew about colleges when I was applying like my applications were done and I was like oh I know like I know like about colleges like I know about the process I knew nothing like I don't think anyone yeah. truly like can comprehend like all the aspects until you've you're like made your decision like your final decision like, I, I think the whole thing like you're learning so much um and I think previous like opinions and biases and stuff like that are totally like thrown out the window 100 percent, yeah and I think going through the whole application process you know as much research as you want to do or as much you know visiting the campus seeing how it is online hearing stories from other people it's just never going to be the same experience as Mm -hmm. actually being at that school which is can be a good or bad thing you know it can be good because it's like oh you're not going to experience like the full aspects like there might be areas of your school that you didn't know about before that you get to experience once you're actually there and you're like Mm -hmm. oh my gosh I didn't even know that this was a thing I'm so happy and excited about this aspect of my school but can also be kind of hindering to the experience because it's like okay making that decision it's like how am I going to choose when I don't know what it's like to actually be at that school so it's definitely challenging even when things are in person and normal um going to schools and and trying to test out the vibe it can still be a whole long process and kind of confusing I think that's important too like we this is our experience and like you said like it's hard even when it is normal like this whole journey is like you know most until March like that we did all of our applications in a normal senior year and like Mm -hmm. that was that was hard so um like we're not trying to take away from the normal journey I feel like ours was just not necessarily like harder just there were so many more unknowns that Mm -hmm. it made it more stressful as a student um yeah, no, I was so stressed out. I remember in my, like, beginning list, there was two, there were two schools that I was interested in, um, but I also didn't, I don't know, like, it was more of a, I wanted to go visit them to feel better about saying no mm-hmm. than saying, like, than, like, confirming that I wanted to say yes. So I drove, we spent, like, 15 hours in the car, and it was, like, beginning of quarantine, so, like, we did not get food, like, we did not go to the bathroom, like, 15 <laughs> hours in the car with my mom and my sister. Oh, my God. And we drove to two different schools, we did not get out of the car. We literally just drove like in a circle around the campus. And I was just like, that was my way. That was my visiting schools. Yeah. And I just was able to be like, I don't, yeah, like this isn't like drawing me in so much that I need to go here. And I felt comfortable like after that about saying no to those ones. So like that helped, mm-hmm. but that was just, that was kind of crazy. I know. Yeah. I think visiting a campus is definitely like if you have the opportunity or even if you have just like your local college Mm -hmm. whatever it is like just seeing how it is so you can see what a school like that's maybe similar to that or what that school is Mm -hmm. kind of like just seeing the campus I think is definitely helpful but obviously it's definitely hard you know making that decision off of literally the internet definitely (laughs) thank god we have the internet though (laughs) true oh my gosh if we don't know what we would have done thank god for those virtual tours because they are very informative yeah they're good it was just annoying because it's like this this is it right (laughs) yeah and that concludes our conversation about our stories and basically just talking about 
our personal experiences and journeys with college and where we are now and how we got there. Um, so feel free to ask questions if you are curious about anything that we you know touched on lightly and want to hear more about it. And we're very excited to continue this conversation more like deeply in other episodes, specifically about advice we've learned and um, like lessons we've learned mm-hmm. from this process. Yeah, so I hope you guys were able to take something away from this podcast, maybe relate to a certain aspect of either me or Kelsey's story, or mm-hmm. maybe just got a different perspective, got some insight about kind of what our process was like. And yeah, I'm super excited to get more into uh, different aspects of this podcast and get more specific with our stories and everything. Feel free to contact us on our socials, like Kelsey said, if you have any other questions or comments or want to know about anything. Mm-hmm. But other than that, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, Thank you guys. Catch you guys next <laughs> See you time. Soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to connect with us on our Instagram at letters from a 2020 senior and our Twitter at LFA 2020 podcast. Make sure to tune into our next episode, Not So 2020 Vision. Thanks, guys.